Old School with DP and J. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, Tanner's Bar and Grill, 30th in Yankee Hill. I'm DP. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Uh, Nick running the board back there. Greatly appreciate it uh, to do that. Nick, we will need trivia at 545, sir. Uh, 530, sorry, 530. So you need you got a little time to come up with something that you think people can and can't answer <laughs> altogether. Uh, Honda Lincoln Hotline, there's plenty of stuff uh, for you folks who want to talk about in the Starter Heyman text line. Uh, Huckleberry says this. Uh, I think Wisconsin does a great job of causing turnovers on defense, which uh, with less pressure on their offense. It re- really frustrates office, Nebraska's offense to take them off schedule. Patience. Discipline. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to get into the game, see what they're doing, see how they're trying to attack you, um, and, you know, have patience that you're, that you're going to make plays. I mean, Wisconsin's, you know, a, a program that's, you know, they're kind of, you know, really, to be honest with you, if you want to compare them, compare them to a basketball team just because we just played Creighton last night, it's kind of like Creighton. They have a system where they recruit very well to their system and roles, and so you can plug and play, and then that way they're able to be very, very consistent year in and year out. And same thing with, with Wisconsin. They got, you know, big old Lumberjacks as offensive linemen, a quarterback that generally is just okay, mm-hmm. three or four running backs, mm-hmm. maybe one receiver, and then they just develop uh, second-level players, linebackers inside and out, um, and then generally a strong safety or corner that can you know play within their system, and they play real discipline. So um, you, you got to be patient against them because you got to get them to the point that where you're into the game from a physical standpoint, understand the concepts that they're coming at you. Then you got to start making plays, and, and you have to win on first and second down. You can't let Wisconsin be third and two, third and one, third and three. You want to get them at third and four plus. That's when you're actually dictating the game to them. So we've got to be very, very good and sound, in my opinion, on the first and second down. Um, you know, and obviously that's tackling. That's no yards after contact, meaning you don't want those yards that, you know, bleed you, right? You, the first contact is at, say, three yards and they lean forward for two, two and a half more yards, right? That's that's what Wisconsin wants to do. So, um, you know, we've got to just bring it to them. And uh, Nebraska generally, I think, has played them well, even though they haven't came out on the winning side. Um, and so it's something that where you've got to go above and beyond and try to, you know, win this game. Also from the text line, even before that, and you spoke to it, why does Wisconsin feel like Creighton basketball, where they don't always have the best team, but they always seem to be able to get it done? Well, they've been at it for a while. You know, when you're – Doug McDermott's been at Creighton for quite some time. Yeah. Paul Chris hasn't been the head coach, but he was there for quite some time. Um, so that's why. There, it's just the continuity. It's kind of like if you want to compare Wisconsin, it's kind of like when you know Nebraska was there. It wasn't a lot of turnover in coaches, even though they've done it. They got right back into, you know, they you know they had Anderson after uh, Brett Bielema went to Arkansas, but then they, after a couple of years, they went right back to Paul Chris, right? Some, a known commodity, knew the uh, Wisconsin way, and there was no change. And there wasn't even really a big change when uh, Anderson was there because they still played really good defense, and they still ended up, even though they ran more spread concepts, they still ran the ball uh, at a high clip, both in the Big Ten and nationally. So, um, you know, that's why. And then, you know, 
when you look at, uh, you know, Creighton's team last night, you know, they for the that big guy they had, um, who's actually from St. Louis, by the way, uh, was very, very effective. Really, really good in the pick and roll. Finished pretty strong around the hoops. You know what I mean? You know, and, and also what he did was he affected a lot of the drives and, and he affected a lot of the close-in shots. Um, and then they had 44 Hawkins. You know, look, he, he came, he played as advertised. I think he ended up 15 with like... 15 and 10. Right, 10 rebounds, four more points than he would have been scoring all all year. The point guard and O'Connell really got off, and they got off quickly. And when you look at that game last night, and look at if you want to compare it to any other game, you know, football game, is a, that's the way, you know, you got to be patient. Patience isn't waiting for them to make a mistake. Patience is playing pretty even, um, playing steady in the first quarter or so, first quarter. And I'm talking football, first quarter, mm-hmm. second quarter, in the first, uh, in basketball, in the first six to eight minutes. You want to be steady, right? Nebraska last night, you know, they're down 25 to 10. And so Creighton's always in there a team that plays really, really good when they're playing what I, what, what I call house money. A big lead like that, they can still shoot. They, can, they do a really good job of getting out. They rebound the ball better than you would think a team that is up and down the court. Mm-hmm. They rebound, and they're a pretty physical team for a team that gets up and down the court. You know what I'm saying? You think a team that gets up and down the court, they're – you know, they're kind of like, you know, I wouldn't say soft, but just don't put a lot of emphasis on that. They do. They do a really good job of rebounding, team rebounding. Um, they're three kind of center and two forwards, and they got another guy that came off the bench. I think his last name is Kumala, number 24. He does a big, good job. Number one uh, is a big, 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 long guy that can affect some shots and can run. Um, so that's where, if you look at the game last night, they really kind of got out to uh, – you know, a good lead, and that's the way it's always kind of been in this series, right? And so, ten you, out of ten out of eleven years, right? But you withstand that first little wave where they're coming out. They're almost like a team that does a really, really good job of scripting those first fifteen plays. You know, mm-hmm. have you, you ever talked about? Remember the Forty ers They would script the first like two two drives. Do what it was, right? But if that's how they got up fourteen seventeen nothing, then the game's over. It was always plays right. that they knew it they was, could run and right. have su- success. It's with. something that they it's their bread and, and butter. It's just mind blowing that that the Nebraska teams don't do that. Right. So that's kind of what uh, you all know, fair. Was, what what was it was last night? Now, granted, they came out and they hit some threes and, and got after it. Uh, Nebraska well, it had, it hasn't really shot the ball well from start to finish yet all year. And I will say this: as far as the basketball goes, for people that are ready like to, you know, shut the doors on it. This team is going to be a team that you can't evaluate in the first three games versus you need to evaluate them in the last three games. Yep. That because it's because his Fred's offense from the little that I know about basketball, it's in with Verge and the other guys, and obviously it's a big loss with Trey out. Now you got to reset, right? Because uh, he's a, he's your best he's your best defender. Period for a team that's struggling as a team defensively, he's your best on the ball defender. He's the best off the ball defender. And he's probably one of your best rebounders, mm-hmm. right? And he's willing to do the dirty work. So when you have an offense that's, you know, the guy driving it, whether you like it or not, is Verge, he's learning on the fly how to play a true point guard. You're trying, it'd be With the guys that he has. With the guys that he has um, in the Big Ten, which is different than the Pac-12. Because Pac- all of that matters. Right? All and of it's, that matters. It's, 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 it's like going from, I guess if you want to make an analogy for us, parents out here is like a kid that has 
no discipline going to like where it's really disciplined. Mm-hmm. And not that Fred's system is totally disciplined, but that's the Pac-12 is a totally different brand of it's basketball. Just it's more athletic. It certainly it's, uh, plays a longer version of itself. Right. Um, you have to defend in greater space. You can attack. It's like an places. AU on steroids. Uh-huh. But we'll, I, I'm going to leave you with this, and we'll get an answer at the top of the hour. You and I had a conversation today because I had a conversation earlier about the play of point guards in today's basketball game, whether it's college or pro. We'll talk about point guards, how the game is moving for them. We'll do that. When we come back, we're live at Tanner's 30th in Yankee Hill. Be here till 6 o'clock. You're listening to Old School on 93.7 The Ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.